Oh, oh is that you? Greta? Yeah. Greta. That poor, that poor girl. Greta? Gretchen? Greta? One of the best things about the fifth movie was Greta's death. There you go. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I actually went back and found the deleted scene that, that Koya was talking about. The one where Freddy's feeding her stomach to her. That was actually a scene. Yeah. That, that I did not realize. Like, like I, I think that was, there was a questionability of whether or not that really happened or not, but yeah, that 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 was that was real deleted scene, <laughs> and that's petrifying. Hello, and welcome back to Maybe We'll Talk, a podcast where I talk to people on the phone. Um, yeah, so I guess it turns out that Greta was actually fed her own guts. Um, I guess probably in the 90s, I saw a version on, you know, wherever that had the deleted scene. Who knows where we got movies and different versions of movies in the 90s. You never knew. I knew someone that rented Evangelion from the video store, and on the tape after the two Evangelion episodes were, um, some Evangelion anti-pornography. And, uh, that person was definitely, you know... A young adult, a young teenager at the time. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what anti has to do with anything, um, but we're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street 6, and uh, yeah, we've been hanging out and watching a lot of TV. I do have a talk about Vampire. Actually, well, we are going to talk about 5th edition Chicago by Night, but the next Vampire talk actually is about Kindred the Embraced. So, yeah... Uh, all TV all the time this August, and everyone, I think, is close to having a nervous breakdown, and we've all just been baking in the wet heat and sweating and feeling, uh, you know, the existential dread of August. But, uh, we've also been talking about TV and movies, and here's A Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Oh no, the dog, the dog pissed fire. Oh yeah, that's the, and baby what was that, Kin, Kincaid was taking the dog for a walk and it pissed on Freddy's grave and all, all oh, I needed was a dog. <laughs> I need a dog here and to come back. That one right there was one of my favorites, Philip from, uh, from Three. Boy, he's got him like a marionette puppet. Mm, that's oh yeah, with that's the big favorite calls in the entire series. One of the best, yeah. Mm-hmm. My favorite death is the very first one, Tina, in the first film. Yeah. Is that the Upside Down Room? The Upside Down Slash, yeah. I think they used the same Upside Down Room as in the Johnny Depp scene. The film mm-hmm. that actually was rolling yes, around. Yes, on that's yes. correct, yeah. That's they used it in like too. a couple other movies. Sorry, Michelle. No, you're fine. They do the goopy stairs again in the next one. Oh, in a... A in new nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah. They revisit yeah. a couple cool things in A New Nightmare. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one in a long time. So maybe in a couple weeks. Yeah. R.I.P. Freddy. But then here's the thing. Are then we, after that, are we going to go to Freddy versus Jason? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's like the... That's what I think. That's the completion of the series. That is a and whole other And, and those are all of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that have ever been made. Then we will be done after Freddy vs. Jason. 
Yes, because there was no remake of it that was horrendous and terrible. I, that I nope. <laughs> Randy Melissa, that's a lie. I was gonna people, say like people what, were mad. Muddy Muddy Bastones to do the yeah. soundtrack. People were mad that he molested children. Oh my god, how dare you make a, a, a very blatant <laughs> suggestion like that, even though it was like that the entire fucking series. Right. How I dare really you make a villain out of... Much. I know, but like, you didn't remake, mind the remake that much? I didn't mind it. I'm not saying it was great, but I didn't mind it. Considering how bad some of the Freddy movies are, I really sure. didn't yeah. mind it. That's that's really it's a five bad. out of ten. That's really I, five, I out, mind five out of ten for sure. I mean, I probably should rewatch it because I remember when it came out, I was like, you know, because this is my favorite like horror series ever. So I was like, let me watch the new one, and I went into it with a bad attitude. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna like this. Yep. And then I was right. I was like, I hate that. I was like, Freddie doesn't look right. Who the hell is this guy? Because to me, you can't be Freddie unless it's friggin' Robert Englund, you know. That's probably a lot of what the problem I had with it was. I was probably like, you know, it was 2010, I was 30 or whatever, and I was like, ew, I don't want anything to change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, po- it's possible that I had a really bad attitude about it, but I definitely remember being like, this is mm-hmm. not like it was the kid from Jennifer's Body, isn't it? <laughs> I can't remember because... I forget the guy that played Freddy in the remake. It's he Rorschach. Was in- yeah, it's from, Rorschach. From Watchmen? Watchmen. He's in so mm-hmm. many things. I just yeah. watched... He was in... Is he in Chappie? What did I just see him in? Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Early, Earl Haley. I just watched him. Oh, I, I think Robocop. Yeah, he was in the new Robocop. Yeah. I saw... He's, he's in a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, he's, yeah. In, he's in a ton he's of things. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's great. I'm really thinking of somebody else because like I was thinking it was like somebody way younger. Hmm. Hmm. They should let Kevin Bacon try. They should let Kevin Bacon try. That would be great. So yeah, so my what I was saying in the beginning, my really this is the peak. This is where it hit. It, this is or or maybe it's the valley because this is the least scary. I don't know if it's the least funny. It, it was pretty funny, but it's yeah. definitely the middle point. Although it's not because it's the end. But we've hit a point where it's not scary at all, and it's just a comedy with this one. And I was saying that with five as well. Yeah, I can't imagine somebody going to see this. Like even like a kid that's like, "Oh no, if I see a scary movie, I'm gonna have nightmares for weeks, and I can't sleep." This wouldn't scare a kid. I think it's just they made it rated R for like friggin' language and like the little bit of gore that they threw in there. Was it even rated R? Oh, it had to be. It had. Are you sure? They, they said "fuck you." It was rated R. <laughs> <laughs> like I almost like I, yeah. Does IMDb tell you? I almost feel like there's no way this was PG thirteen. Were any of these PG thirteen? There's no chance, right? I think they're all rated R. Yeah, yeah they should. To... They should be. They're about a man with finger knives that slices people apart. Like PJ, PJ, PG thirteen movies like back in the day, it was like they like let the f bomb slip like once. You could do one. There's you could do one, and that John was Travolta it. John Travolta talks about it in some movies. Ooh, my timer's going off. Hold on. Yeah, it's dinner time. What am I? Showtime. 
<clears throat> I'm gonna cook hot dogs later. I got some corn. I got a bunch of stuff to cook. Nice. Yeah, so we open up with the first one of the first the first time we see Freddy, he's the wicked witch of the West. Uh, and it really that's and I think that's I think that's the point. That's that's the final that's the final well Freddy's not gonna be scary anymore. He's now a, a comedic figure. And he's going to be dancing around, telling jokes, and doing cartoon stuff. I think, I don't know if, I don't know if him dressing up as the Wicked Witch is a harbinger of that. But what does he say? I'll get you my pretty and your little soul too. They took yep. the teeth out of their abominable snowman. Yeah, fully. And he's you a can't clown. Put him back in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Again, like you know, when when you're introduced to a big bad, like when you when you look at like later. Look at the Scream movies. When you first are introduced to Ghostface, what do you have? Oh, he's calling you, and he's being scary, and you know you don't exactly see him. Like you only see what he's done up until the point that like Drew Barrymore's freaking out and running out the house, and then ta-da, there he is chasing after her. Um, you know that really sets up you know the suspense of like how absolutely terrifying this character or antagonist is supposed to be and that's what you want to do with horror films you want to prop up that character in a way that antagonist character in a way that makes it petrifying uh with um cloverfield uh, everything yeah with with the remake it almost seemed like people were mad that they were trying to make freddy scary again with the with the people getting upset that he's a child diddler like what the, that was so weird to me it that people weird. were upset because at that point people are like like freddie's like your creepy uncle who comes to thanksgiving dinner and is really weird and like drives an old camaro that like but it's still kind of funny and, and, and he's not that he's a child killer he always was like he stabbed little girl's eyes out and people were like then you find out that he like touches the uh-oh line ross yep not allowed. Mm. Too much for Freddy. Again, like it, it's it's like I I would compare it to making a a, uh, a a a prop. Like again, we would talk about pizza earlier. It's like making a proper you know marinara. You can't have it be too sweet. You can't have it be too savory. You can't have it be too salty. You got to have like that nice middle ground of herbaceousness and everything else. Much with Freddy, you need to have a dash of the comedic, a dash of the suspenseful. Uh, and you know a dash of the actually petrifying, grotesque, and scary, and you got to have that like like kind of all work and and emulsify together and make a nice horror movie sauce, if you will. You can't you can't just you know throw tomatoes in a pot and call it marinara sauce. You can't you can't throw uh, a glass of red wine into a, a pan and call it marinara sauce. You have to have all the ingredients that together to make it happen. Exactly. It's just as it was a strange thing to give Freddy too much comedy. It was a strange thing to give Freddy too much scary. It like, happened slowly. The comedy crept in over the past few. And it's like at this point, I feel it, like whoever they handed this movie to just didn't know what to do with it. Well, much like, again, I go, I always go back to that Keen Peel sketch about Gremlins 2. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I full-heartedly agree. It's all a bunch of people coked out who decided, <laughs> man, how can we get more cocaine? 
Let's have him like, play video games. Let's have him poke a Q-tip through a kid's skull. And, you know, that way we'll be promoting the new Freddy video game. We're going to have the, the new Freddy playset. I'm surprised can... they didn't do that. I'm surprised it wasn't I, the NES Nightmare on Elm Street game. Why, one, it would be really fun if It must have been was... around the same time. There, like I would have bought an action figure of like you know the, so the scene where where the John Doe um, is falling and Freddy says you know oh, you're not my kids you know grounded yeah. and I would have like as a kid I would have I remember that scene not being that scary to me but all the other scenes were somehow scary to me but I thought about that as like an actual like playset where you would have like John where it would be like there'd be like multiple holes like in his body and then there's like a mechanism and he's like it's like one mechanism where you have him on spikes and then you got like the freddy doll and you you know hey here's freddy with his you know action john doe spiking you know thing and you press a button on the side and the spikes come out of his chest somewhere or like a little spring-loaded action they just pop these out could also there. be like really good happy meal toys oh yeah all of these exactly. deaths all of these you deaths make, as you little toys one you can make one for each dead teenager and they're on wheels and they all like link to the next one, you know, like a train. And when they um, move there, the, the murder the happens. Engine, yeah. Freddy's the conductor in the in the train engine and everyone wants Freddy, but he's really hard yes. to get. Oh yeah, Freddy's the, the chase figure. <laughs> and there's no Johnny Depp one because they couldn't afford that shit. Yeah, yeah. you think Roseanne and Tom will be there? It's all the kids that oh, didn't- my kids back. <laughs> But they have like a Philip one, and yeah. he like you like Phillip. wind him up, and he walks, and he's got these like veins that come out of his arms. They like pop out. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. Oh, Philip. Oh, oh that's oh. the best. No. You like you like the Philip that everyone likes the. It's the most. It's one of the most extravagant. The Philip. It's death. yeah. It's definitely one of the gnarliest ones. Oh God, it, <laughs> the veins bug me. I can't even. It makes my veins hurt. Like yeah, how does I, I don't even. I can't even out. describe what that's like. My veins hurt. What does that even mean? But I know it's happening. <laughs> I can, you can feel them in there. I want them to yeah. stay inside my body. Like, don't come out. God. One of the toys is a waterbed, and you like hit a button, and a light turns on, and you see the dude in the waterbed. Oh, not, that would be cool. <laughs> not the girl's yeah, tits. Yeah. That that would have been a cool. You would have to. Toy. You flip over. Something flips over the mattress, and on one side it's the girl alive, and on the other side it's dead Joey. Yes. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and the posters on the wall with no girl in it. And then there would be a Greta one where you squeeze her tummy, her cheeks puff out. Oh, and goo. Come, it would be the slime toy yes. that's filled with slime. Goo would come out of her mouth. What do you, you remember? Movie. Do you remember Greta Boisvert? Simple Sorry. line of toys. I bet we could pitch this to them. I think we should pitch it to our friend Pete and 3D print some of these things. Yes. We would have to design uh, the little pieces. I don't know a lot about great. that. But, I don't know about that either. But maybe we should. We've been talking about pitching something to someone involved with A Nightmare on Elm Street for years. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Um... Yeah, is anyone even... At one point, they were asking people... You said that someone was asking for Nightmare on Elm Street scripts or someone was looking at them and... Who even owns Nightmare on Elm Street? Do you know, Bluff? I think New Line still owns it, doesn't he? Don't they? Whoever owns New Line. 
What Disney? was that a couple years ago? Did you say something uh, about them asking about like use like fan submitted Nightmare on Elm Street scripts? Do you remember saying something about that to me? Yes. Oh, I, I, I think I mentioned uh, trying to do something like that too. Maybe, maybe you both. Yeah, you might have both known about this. I read oh. some story about them accepting scripts. Doesn't look like anything ever came of it, but they've like because they had done that before. They famously did that. Five, for, right? Five or four? Uh, for five. They for five. They, they said no to Peter Jackson. And Peter Jackson sent them a script for Nightmare on Elm Street Five that they didn't use, but they liked so much that they remembered him. And years later, he directed Lord of the Rings for them. Insane. Insane. Yep. That's an insane madness. story. Crazy. That's true. Absolute madness. We get an indication real early on what the movie's going to be like when we see the cartoon cut out as John Doe is thrown from the front of the bus. Yes. Really, really start as we mean to go on with that one. When this movie came out, they they actually put out an obituary for Freddy yeah. in, in like Variety or something like that. The Hollywood Reporter, something like that. They they And they had... Um, I think they had some like uh, press event or something. They they it was dumb, or no? The press event. I think I'm I'm thinking of Freddy versus Jason, where they had a press event where it was like a like before a boxing match, where they have the two boxers like sitting at like some long table, you know, and they like say shit to each other and they stand next to each other. Yeah, I'm gonna eat his face. I'm gonna eat his whole family. There's there's a Freddy versus Jason moment like that somewhere that happened. Like they're I, I, at a, they're a, at a boxing yeah. ring. Yeah, there, like, there, there was, was a weigh-in moment. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. The one where Jason's afraid of water. Yep. He lives at the bottom of a lake most of the time. Yep. Yeah. Just to be just to just to put that on the table for anyone listening. I love the fact uh, that the kids that Spencer says, "Man, does it Spencer that says, oh, we're in Twin Peaks here.'" But he sees the weird town. Oh, what is it? Uh, yeah, Freddy versus Jake and Jason weigh in Las Vegas, two thousand and three. Wow, Las—they had it at Las Vegas. They was, had it at uh, Bally's in Las Vegas. Was Robert England there? Being that was that Freddy? was Robert England and uh, the OG Whoever, Jason. I forget his the name. OG Jason. Yeah, he he came back just for that movie. Wait. It was the Kane guy. Hodder? No, not in Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Kane Hodder was not in Freddy vs. Jason. No, you're right. Yeah, he wasn't in the movie, but who was at the weigh-in? That's the question. I thought, if it was Kane oh, Hodder, that would be really movie. funny. I thought they had some new guy plan. In the movie, yes. Uh, okay. Oh, no. he No, No. Kane Hodder was... Uh, he was apparently in... He was in the, the new set of the series. He started at 7. Yeah. I don't know who the original... Who was the right. original Jason for and and are you asking about the original Jason two or the third one? It's hard to yeah. Who is the original one? Yeah. Is it is it number three? Jason he's not even a big guy he's... in the second movie, is he? Well, hold on. It's saying that 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 Kane Hodder played him the entire. Oh wait. Oh, Kane no, there's a couple. Of them. Ari Ari Lehman. Uh, that was the that was the kid. That, that was, Ari Lehman that was, was the kid. The yeah. He jumped out of the lake at the end of the first film. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yep. One of them was C.J. Graham. I want to say he was the fourth one. 
Yeah, they had different uh, Jasons like each time, yeah. pretty much, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, yeah Kane Hunter. Know. Kane Hunter did it three or four times. Two, three, four. I have to think now because one of them is going to be like at one of the um, uh, like something cons, one of the conventions coming up because Robert Englund is going to be there and Ooh. somebody that Jason. Yeah, Robert Englund's going to be at the one in uh. Massachusetts. Yeah, there's been 10 Jasons. There's been 10 Jasons, so one of those 10 guys. There have been a lot of Michaels, too. Oh, yeah. Michael Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just need, you know, tall guys with masks, and they're like, okay. It's easy to cast a Michael Myers, and Jason kind of, too. Freddie has a personality. You know, the right kind of uh, build. Neither of them really say anything. Jason no. or, or yeah. Michael. Jason never does hmm. my, uh, Michael, I don't think. Once or twice, Michael says one or two things. He doesn't talk like Freddie does, though. No, he doesn't say jokes. He doesn't go, welcome to primetime, bitch. What did he say in this one? So much for kung fu, bitch. <laughs> oh, kung fu this, bitch. Kung fu this, bitch. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Jeez. You ever see um, Rick and Morty where... Um, they're making fun of Freddy Krueger, but it's Scary Terry. Scary yes. Terry, yeah. yeah. So cool. Every time he says, he's like, oh, bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was Which, everything he enough, says end with bitch? Yes, yeah, everything he says ends with bitch. Oh, I, forget his, I forget, he doesn't have the knives for fingers. He has, like, I Does he have, like, daggers. swords on daggers wait, wait, on both have, hands? Or have, like, little daggers, yeah, little swords. <laughs> so to avoid copyright, we distinctly gave him daggers. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, by the way, that was voiced by uh, Jess Harnell, who also does the voice of Wacko. On, oh, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, right. fun, fun side note. He, he's such a good voice actor. Like, the dude's got mad range. Um, he also does, like, uh, Ironside from Transformers or something like that. Dude, oh, dude's got sure. weird voices in his, his pocket. What do you guys, uh, what do you all think about Roseanne and Tom in this movie? I want my children back. <laughs> Weird choice. Weird. <laughs> yeah. In 1991, maybe not. You know who's relevant right now? Roseanne. Maybe we should get her to, to premiere <laughs> in our movie. I think five minutes. Movie. Yeah. Two I was taking some Ambien. Dan's in it. I wonder if this was before or after she did the... Uh... The national anthem. Do you guys remember oh, that? Yeah. Remember her? That was her first controversy. That was her first was big she, one. She, she forgot off. the words. No, she, she like did it bad. She grabbed her crotch and <laughs> yeah. I think she spit and she was like, she just she made a mock. She she was at a national <laughs> baseball game and she sang oh the national God. anthem and she made a mockery of it, and it hurt her career immensely. And all the people who are like who defend her now are the people who were upset with her 30 years ago. It's yeah, for making fun of Ironic compared to how she is now. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, like I wouldn't remember the national anthem incident because I was a small child, probably. But yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. There's, a, there's probably a video of it. I, I'm it looking off. at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. That I was 1990. This was part of her bid for a comeback, this movie. I wasn't even born yet, guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm now sharing the Roseanne National Anthem. Okay, does that Oh my god. Do you guys want to take a look at it? Feel oh free my to. god. It'll be quick.
Ready, brother? Yeah. All right, yeah, here we yeah. go. Yeah, so this was the year before this movie came out. Was that Tom oh, Arnold coming to idea. save her? Yeah, let's get out of here. Oh, boy. Yeah, so the next year, as their part of the comeback plan was being Freddy's dead. People were absolutely furious. They did not I like that she did that. Funny because, like, I mean, Roseanne was like, that was like a not really, I guess, primetime show. Yes, then. yes, and pretty so all-American. Like, they have realized that she was just being in character, pretty much. That she was not able to, she's never been able to say that. They've never let her get away with saying that. Really? Jesus. <laughs> How about Carlos? That makes me cringe too with the with the Q-tip, and I. Uh, I don't like it too much. I don't uh, like the Q-tip uh, going in the air, popping through eardrums. It gets, uh, but once it's all the way through, then it's funny, and there's earwax on it, and not brain. <laughs> the the yeah. thing that killed me was the fact that he didn't just finish off pulling it the rest of the way out. He had to go back the other way with the cotton end and risk that getting stuck in his ear. Oh. Like, that's the There's thing a lot of really real cringy. It is, yeah. That's, that's probably like one of the imagery. few... Yeah, like, I mean, I remember being a kid and having my mother do that shit and being afraid that she was going to do the exact same thing. Your yeah, mom put everybody. a Q-tip all the way through your skull? No. <laughs> yes. Yes, she did. Okay. That's right, why right. I was really afraid that, that you know, again, but when my mother did it, she at least pulled it out through the complete way instead of trying to bring back the oh, cotton. Oh, all the way through. Okay, yeah. Yes. That's, that's the correct way to do it because otherwise you risk the cotton ending up in there. Because that's my major concern right now, not my punctured eardrums. Total, Indeed. Total Looney Tunes, this movie. Everything from the chalkboard. Now, since we're talking oh about Carlos, oh my god, really? And like Boisvert was, I think we may have lost Boisvert, but he was saying that that could have been so scary. There's always been the scary noises <clears> and the <throat> scraping against metal, and you know, no, there's interesting sound design here, but there has always <clears throat> been interesting sound design, and uh, it could have been a lot yeah. scarier than stretchy chalkboard, is what. Right. Yeah, like like the Ooh, sound please. design again, like when they. Oh, a um, car is driving by. I don't know. Somebody came home. How mm -hmm. dare they? Right. Yeah, yeah. Someone's coming over. Oh, from those. Hey, there's people. Is it very loud to you guys, no. or is it like? Oh, the dogs are no. It's they're you know. Okay. We can hear them obviously, but. Well, yeah, but it's, it's not, not like, like oh my god, the fucking dogs. <laughs> the dogs are coming through the computer. Yeah. Okay. Release the hounds. It's not like I can't hear you while they are. You know, okay. it's like, Neither it's not like loud. they're really interrupting and being super loud or anything. That's and and also, of course, I love them. So, you know, they can, they can do whatever they want. They love you. That's why they have to talk every Yeah, they have time. to pop up and say hi to me. Hmm. Hello. <laughs> Hello, puppies. They are yeah, really good-looking puppies. Sorry. They are very cute dogs. No, I, I will agree with that. They are very cute dogs. But the, the sound design where they made it like you were kind of in Carlos's head, yeah. you know, dealing with the not being able to hear too pulse. much. Whereas, There's a pulse pumping and a muffling. Like, kind of like that. It's like somebody has their hands over your ears, which, yeah, it, it made it really interesting. And, and again, I also agree that, like, they could have done so much more with making 
this creepy. Instead of the, the pin drop, instead of the chalkboard, you have all these metal pipes around. You could have had him going like tingling a ling and then he's like, oh, you know, freaking oh, out, hearing yeah. the tinging everywhere. In the and darkness then, uh, from different places. Something that would and, make and, it actually scary. Where you don't know where he then, is making noises. And then something like where he he like it's like it turns out that he split himself in five and they yeah. all like kind of like surround the area and they're all right next to the pipes and they have like little metal Flying pipes drums. of their own <laughs> and then they all of a sudden all ping at the same time and make his head oh. explode. I think it would have been great. But yeah, but instead like they would the Yeah, the way that he always just drags his, you know, knives across something. That's how you always know that he's coming because you hear the yeah. scream and mm-hmm. there's a like, they could have done so much more with that because that was like his signature thing, and then and they it just was used already it there. Comical way, like I don't know why they chose to go down that path. Yeah, and they've already made well, so many nods be, to the first because movie. Because it's become too. just a comedy. That's that's yeah. 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 True. There is a lot of stuff nods to the first movie. He does the cutting their fingers off with the green goo. Green goo. No one sinks into the staircase in this one though, but it's coming up. Like I said. There's no, there's no, there's no mayonnaise staircase yet. <laughs> mayonnaise staircase. It looks like it looks like marshmallow fluff to me. It, it's, it's like a mix fluff. of mayonnaise and marshmallow fluff. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably just like rubber cement. <laughs> so after Carlos's head blows up, he says, "Nice hearing from you, Carlos." He's got good one-liners in this one. He does. <laughs> like the like they're better than the last one. <laughs> they're better than. Turbo speed or whatever. <laughs> oh God, what was it? Uh, what did I say earlier? Lane change. Oh, fast lane was literally one fast of the things. Lane. He just says yeah, he... fast lane. That's one of his one lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steering wheel. To be so... honest, like honestly, faster than a locomaniac is pretty okay. That was pretty. That was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because it's kind of redundant, like loco maniac. But I mean, I get the pun. But like, just man, <laughs> these, these 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 are these are like dad puns. Yeah. Oh, like, they, and he is he is he, he is a dad at this point. At this point, it's Daddy Freddy. In this mm. movie, it's allowed that he does the dad puns as he is dad. <laughs> it's finally revealed. Tormenting Daddy Freddy. What do you guys think about Brick and Meyer? Baby Spencer. Baby David Duchovny. <laughs> really, I'll, I'll never not see that now. Like, that's, right? yeah. like It's just stuck in my head forever. I wonder what Brecken yeah, looks I, like these days. The Brecken and Meyer definitely got me. That, that I could see Brick and Meyer. 100%. Um, but, so, for one, you know, going on with the the general trope of whoever does drugs in the movie obviously oh, dies first can't wake up or, or, or except, die, except, or except carlos is already gone yeah <laughs> but he's dying soon he's dying early brecken old, old <laughs> but, spencer uh, old nes playing spencer that devil's lettuce and he's too wasted we can't wake him up wake him up we we can't wake him up because he smoked too much <laughs> devil's lettuce and right. he's tripping hard on oh. that weed it's like he's, Oh my God! He's—I think he might have overdosed on the weed. I love. <laughs> look at what's on the TV. 
Okay. And there's and there's nothing. It's a broken TV for anyone listening. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very funny. <laughs> like I would get it if you were taking like mushrooms or something like that. Like you know, yeah, yeah those fractals from that TV, bro. Well, you know what? I've done that exact thing though, and said that I to have someone too. because I think it's really funny to say, "Look at the TV." <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, even when I was stoned, I've done those moments. That, or when I was like tripping out, I've had those moments of like. You know, those stereotypical moments of like, you know, staring at a stucco ceiling and just being absolutely enamored by it because it looks like the ocean. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, that that was probably one of the the goofiest representations of a stone person I've ever seen. Like, no I- actual effort to like look stone. I'm sorry. Continue. Exactly. Oh no, you're fine. I I cut you off by accident. I didn't mean to. But um, oh, you're fine. We're so I was polite. With <laughs> so, shut up, I I got something. That's <laughs> but um, just his death. The thing that got me is that it's so long and drawn out, and it's oh not like tormenting. Mm. It's not like he's suffering like in agony. It's the most comical thing. It's he's hopping dude. around. Like, Characters like, broom, 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 like just, with the sound effects. Like, That's mm. weird. And then it's not until he gets him on the ground and you see him stomping him in the video game, the stomach just starts caving in. And they're like, oh no. And that's when they say, he's too wasted. We like, can't wake him up. <laughs> he's getting his, his stomach out. caving. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then he's bouncing and spinning through the house like a video game character. Yeah. And then he falls down the stairs, and then there's just there just happens to be the floor just fell through. Hit to hell right here. Yes, and then then his spear goes flying up into Freddy. I'm like, what? Um, the uh, the fact that I like again, video game video games have, have been around for at least like well past ten years at this point. Yeah, they were there. I and, mean, there there was there was an NES game of Nightmare. I don't know if it was. Yes, I mean, yeah. Super Mario Brothers existed when mm-hmm. this when this came out. Yes. <laughs> so like it, 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 again, it's just so funny to me that that I'm I can only think that in the direction of that scene for Robert England was somebody sat him in the chair, yeah. gave him the control stick. And was like, okay, now make video game noises. What the fuck's a video game? Boing, 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 Like, zap, splat, jump, boy. Jump, boy. Because anytime I play a video game, that's what I say when the... Right? That's what I say to Mario. Jump, boy. This movie's fucking hysterical. It's it's really fucking goofy. Like I, I cannot understate how goofy this fucking movie is. And again, when when I saw this as a kid, it was the most petrifying thing to me because people were, you know, oh no, it's Freddy Krueger, and you know, people are getting killed, and like not, you know, as a as a three or four year old kid at the time, I th- didn't really understand like the pl- like like what plot was or story yeah, sure. was or what the fuck was going on here <laughs> no and then um but now that i'm a, a grown adult and it, it's just amusing it's just utterly amusing to me 
how I, I can't even begin. Okay. It, it, I, why the fuck was I so scared as a kid? Why was I? Why, why, I, I mean, why? I, I think part of it. Die with knives for fingers. Any three or four year old is going to be terrified of that. But acting the way that they, he was, you no, know? like yeah. Mm, I mean, no, I'm like, sure. Like some parts, maybe as a small kid, you could have been like, "Oh, that's kind of funny," like with the video games or something. But other than that, you might be like, "Oh no, if I play my video games, some guy's gonna be able to get me from inside the TV." Yeah. <laughs> Mom, throw my Nintendo out. Oh, I plenty of scary also- stories. I think mm-hmm. they also tell you, I think it's just, you know, he's scary. Like, it's just your friends tell you these movies are very scary. I mean, I remember being a right. child, like in elementary school, and my friend would be like, I saw Halloween 2 over, my brother saw Halloween 2 over the weekend, and it's so scary, he's never going to sleep again. Like, you know, like people would tell you, like, just these movies are, don't ever watch Nightmare on Elm Street. It's so scary. But I mean, you know, I'm talking about when I was in elementary school there, when I started watching mm-hmm. these, which was right. probably healthy. But people would, you would just, there was just, and I don't, and it may or may not have been like that in decades once the internet has come out, but like, there was just a sense of, it was almost a sense of this mystery, like, oh my God, we got together over and had a sleepover and watched the Nightmare on Elm Street movie and the other kids haven't seen it, you know, scary. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I, I definitely had those, those movie nights where we would like watch entire, we would go to the movie store, rent entire series of movies and. Oh, yeah. have an entire night of it. I did that with mm-hmm. this series in middle school. And mm. In fact, I think this was all there was at the time. It ended with this. <laughs> this, this movie, the sixth one. Yeah, that was because the oh. this would have it would have been nineteen ninety one or so before. Uh, new nightmare. I, I, I ended up getting a new nightmare on VHS, and it was part of that playthrough. And it was really, it was really, it, it definitely gave a lot of perspective to to me as a kid <laughs> um especially like you know when understand like trying to understand the development of an entire series over that amount of time and like seeing where the, where they were trying to go with that where Wes Craven was initially trying to go with that story and then how it just completely fell off solely for marketing purposes yeah it kind and, of addresses what happened in the decline that we've seen in the past few yeah he became like I, I i would equate it to like vincent price being put on the scooby-doo show is that something that you happened? were just you, that is definitely something well that that's like there was an entire series it was like a uh, scooby-doo and the 13 ghosts and it had vincent price in it Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like yeah, that, that, that kind of sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, let me see if I can look it up. Uh, uh, Scooby Doo and Sint. I like the I like the Johnny Depp cameo. That's our third cameo after yes. Tom and Roseanne. Mm-hmm. And uh, we probably talked about it at the time, but it's worth mentioning that A Nightmare on Elm Street, the first movie, the first Nightmare on Elm Street, was Johnny Depp's first movie that he was in. His first feature film. His first feature film was A Nightmare on Elm Street, and he returned for Freddy's Dead to say, this is your brain on drugs while frying an egg. <laughs> what are you on? Looks like frying pan and egg to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the stoner like, kid I, lost his shit. Yeah, I, he was like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, he told me what was in his hand. 
<laughs> it's like it's not actually a co- it really is not really a comedy but this movie is fucking funny like oh. i really it really is whether it means i mean i guess it means to be but i don't think it means to be funny in the way that i find it funny you know like it's just so goofy it's hysterical it's the, right. <laughs> it looks like egg and frying pan to me Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love it when uh, she knocks the dude out with the two by four or whatever, and he falls through the table, and then the table kind of rematerializes and he lands in the dream. That's a cool. A lot of the sudden dream transitions in the whole series are really cool. I love it when someone yeah. gets knocked into the dream or out. Again, like the only time when those like sudden jump cuts would be acceptable. The rest right, of the yeah. movie, so it's like. Exposition, jump cut, exposition, jump cut, exposition, jump this cut. This movie is 90 minutes long and it's edited poorly. It, just like that, just fast. It's edited fast. Mm. Someone wanted to squeeze this out. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Someone did not have enough to work with. Some editor did not have enough to work with to make a longer than 90 minute movie. Cutscene, really, cutscene, cutscene. Yeah, there is no flow. Jump cut. Really, there is. It really is just like slam. There really is not even, it doesn't feel like three acts. It really is a bunch of things that just happen. Like they go to, well, I guess it's, maybe it's the fact that about half of the movie is what you would probably call the first act, which is them in Springfield. Like it's so weird. And then they come back and no one remembers. Well, we don't know. We don't even know if the doc character remembers them or not. It's completely random to me because like, you know, the last three were like the trilogy of the Nightmare on Elm Street series, you know, and they were all connected and like, you know, it, the story continued, whereas this, it was just like out of nowhere. Yeah, there's no connection to the other ones. Like, obviously, no. it's not like part of the you know Dream Warriors, Dream Master, Dream Child. There's no thing. characters that cross over. It's yeah, ten, no it's characters ten years from over. And it's just, well, then I guess. Oh no, I guess that's right because it's like ten years later. It yeah. said right. Yeah. yeah. But still, like, it's just it just seems weird. And like there is- was no. No backstory on it except like you know this lady's having dreams and turns out it's her dad surprise. Like they just you know you would think that they would show some sort of backstory so they can be like why is this happening it hasn't happened in ten years unless did a bunch of kids die in the last ten years and they just didn't say anything. It's just weird. Have has, I, I, have all the kids been dead for ten years? It almost seems like there are only those couple of kids that yeah. just happen to wander down the dirt road and end up in that rehab facility. Like what? And and, and again, I kind of and the other thing that kind of pissed me off about the plot of this was when after Carlos dies and Spencer dies. Uh, God, what's her name again? Crazy. Again, that's okay. Can I make another complaint? Like, okay, Carlos, like, I can remember Carlos and, um, and Spencer's name Spencer, for some, yeah. because they were, they were like the lovable goofballs in the film. Don't ask me to remember anybody else's name. Even that John, uh, like, I was lucky that John Doe's name was John That's Doe. That's his name, is, yeah. Right. Like, right, he, he, never, he never gets a name. Yeah. Never yeah. gets a name. Never um, find out who he is. So, so that's one thing. He's the uh, last so, Elm Street child. So, so Kruger's daughter. Um, when she comes Catherine. back and freaking out, uh, what's her name? Catherine? Oh, well, I don't know, maybe Ma- her name Maggie, is Maggie, and then it was Ka- Catherine. Okay, she was Catherine Kruger. when she was his, and then Maggie. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And the subtitles so, spell it with a C. <laughs> so when Maggie goes to the director, so 
first of all, what mental facility just up and allows, you know, practitioners to up and take patients to random places to trigger their psychotic episodes? <laughs> I don't know if that was her like, like, what? It was that, the 90s, like, you know? This is very radical methods. therapy. He's some got some trauma therapy. regarding this nearby town. Let's take him there and trigger him. See what uh, yeah. It's science. Let's see what happens. You know, we're not going to know unless we try. So. This is an experiment. We didn't. No one knew yeah. what they were doing in the nineties. Government's funding it. We're fine. Yeah. We're just we're just winging it. Um, this is a government <laughs> facility. Collecting uh, your tax dollars wow. paid for this. Uh, so take you know, and then accidentally also takes out two escapees. Yeah, they were they were sneaking. There were three escapees. Excuse me. Three of them. Yeah. Because. Yeah, it was Spencer, so, Carlos, and Tracy. Were, and were, Tracy, that's right. They were, uh, what do you call that? They stowed away. Stowaway, yes. They escaped like stowaways, stowaways yeah. So, uh, Carlos and Spencer die, and then Tracy and Maggie go back to the facility. Maggie asks, you know, you know, is trying to come clean, like, you know, yeah, these, you know, two kids that stowed away in the van while I was trying to, you know, trigger one of our patients, like, you know, psychotic episodes. <laughs> Like, as, let's be honest. That's pretty much what she was trying to do. And, uh, and two, you know, kids stowed away, and uh, they were killed by an alternate dimensional dream being that, yeah. uh, you know. And and the guy's like, you know, well, I don't remember those kids. So then, then how is it that anybody remembers anything about this whole Elm Street stuff? How do they remember anything? If everyone who dies gets complete, it might have been that someone was like, we better make it a part of the plot that anyone who dies gets completely forgotten. Otherwise, how would they all forget what happened so that they can begin to not remember him? Although I guess it, it doesn't really make sense that it all kind of runs in a loop, but. Well, but yeah, he never, definitely picked sorry. up on that later in Freddy versus Jason they, because now it's, yeah. know, that's the whole thing. They're like, you know, he's like, I can't come back if nobody remembers me. It, be, it started. It, it, it start it's here. the fear that gives Not him really. his power. Yeah. So they might be starting that now. They're making like, the, the whole town forgot thing. Back. Yeah. Each time, I guess each movie somehow. But it also doesn't make any sense because like nobody ever talks about it. In each film, like even from the first one to the second one to the third. Well, I guess in the next three, because, you know, the characters that survive and stuff and they're like, ah, this happened, but I got to remember I can't talk about it or else he'll come back. I can't spread the fear. Yeah. Then this one, it's just so bizarre. Like, how did it, you know, that stumbles in from Springwood. So was all that still happening in Springwood that entire time? And then he, you know, contaminated or spread it, so to say, you know at this new place with these new kids. Did it take him 10 years to kill every child? Yes. <laughs> was it just, like, I'm the last that's one the movie I, I want to see. The 10 years of him just at war with the children. Apparently. Springwood. Oh my God. That's awesome. You um, know, what was it? Red Letter Media made a joke about how there should be an, an entire series, uh, almost like a, uh, Oh God! What's what's the the Archie and the uh, uh, Riverdale Riverdale the okay. oh, right. the CW series? So they, they were suggesting a Springwood uh, Riverdale as <laughs> series. Just getting picked off. Forever. I think that yeah, until I think there's that'd be no fucking hilarious. 
I, I think that's I think that's a, a genius concept, and I would I would totally I would totally bite for that. I would totally bite for that. Just have I instead of like that. the the Freddy's Nightmare you know series TV series, it would be like you know yeah. a new kid every week dealing with like something frightening, and then at the season finale, all the kids start to realize, oh my god, like you know we have this collective bond with this freaky guy with knives for fingers, and yep. then they go and they fight him, and then it's another set of kids next season. So the kid, so that way the kid, it's almost like American Horror Stories of the, you know, yeah, you know, the characters change out every season, you know. Yep. But anyway, that that yeah, I think um, that'd be ridiculous, but. <laughs> Doggies. Ooh, that reminds me. I want to because we're actually on video. I want to show you guys because we were just talking about Freddy's nightmares. Okay. Oh, yep. Oh no, she's got the box set. <laughs> It sort of gets easier for him the way the me the mechanics sort of make it easier for him as it goes along. It's part of him becoming sillier and just doing whatever he wants. But like, at first, it's like the kids are obviously slashed up. The bodies are found. There's a police investigation. Oh, that that one was loud. <laughs> but then they start like they start dying in mysterious ways instead, and it's not as obvious. And then now people just forget about the kids that are killed. He's, I'm right. talking about how he keeps getting away with it easier and easier until this point in the series. We may have... Oh, you're muted. Oh, I'm right. here I, okay. because the dogs were screaming right Oh, yeah, next that one, that, that time yeah. it was loud, but they were right here. <laughs> I had to what? This. What, what is, is that? that a laser disc? It, it, no, oh, no, no, no. It, it's vinyl, but it's the score for Freddy's Nightmares. That? And this company released it like... I don't know, last year or the year before. And this is the part that but they have a whole thing because vinyl's like huge now, okay? Yeah. So they have you like, oh, you can get this color variant and everything else. Tell me how much sense this makes. I I love it. That's great. Barbie pink. Well, now I can see why the dogs are upset because a whole, a whole family of deer just ran across my front yard. So now uh, it makes sense. A magical, some... a magical New England moment. Yes. I feel like Snow White. Oh my god, there's more. There's like six of them. What the hell? <laughs> They're like a bunch of squirrels and skunks and rabbits hopping along. Right. Like a, a guy Ooh. playing a panpipe. Oh my god. Was it a satyr? I've seen like playing a panpipe. I've seen like three episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. I saw one on YouTube a while ago, like at three in the morning stone, because I had never seen it before. <laughs> I would, I might, maybe I should watch, maybe we, maybe we'll watch that. Okay. We're going to be doing so, TV uh, on Wednesday evenings. But I've been watching it on, do you guys have um, Tubi? It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie's Nightmares, last I checked, it was on that. Shit. And you can watch, like the whole series is on there. And it's it's painful to get through because it, it's just so easy. And like, you know, Freddie's only like, you know, he'll introduce the story right. and then. He's the Crypt Keeper. Like, he Crypt might Keeper. be like, you know, like, right before like what a commercial break would have been. He's like, oh, look at that. And then, you know. <laughs> Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> but it's Freddy's. It's everything made for TV, so yeah. it's like not even close to being as you know gnarly as the movies would be. But it, it's it's funny. But this is just yeah. This is the entire score. But what I was going on is you can get all the different colors. So of course I got the hot pink one because that makes zero sense. Did, did you did Dark you have that pink. choice? Or yeah, did you get it randomly? You chose pink. And Good. Harvey pink one. Yeah. That's awesome. It, yeah, you know, yeah. I want to be. Would have been a really cool one if they did it like a flesh tone with 
like Vince. red and pink, like yeah. like inside, or so it looks like Freddy's Marvel. face, yeah, like Marvel. little pie face. Wow. Yeah. Actually, what would have been really cool was if they did one that was flesh colored, and then there were just all the uh, the kid meatballs all over it. Oh, that would have been cool. Like a pizza. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the pizza. The kid. I love the, the kid meatballs. Which one's kid uh, which one's the little meatball? He refers think... to one of them by name. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, now I've forgotten all the kids from three, four, and five. Not really. I, I forget the, the majority. Honestly, there's so yeah. many characters. I, I forget their names. Well, now I like, started writing them down. Now that we've been doing this, so yeah, I'm cheating. That's why I. <laughs> we just watched the movie, and I can't remember the blonde girl's name. Her name was Tracy because I wrote it down. Tracy, because okay. I wrote it down. <laughs> Could not remember. How long did he stay dead? How long did he stay dead? Yeah. Before the the release of uh, Freddy vs. Jason. No, new so, new, new nightmare is next. Oh, two thousand three. This was ninety one. So new nightmare yeah, came out in ninety eight, ninety seven. New nightmare is ninety four. Yes. So after new nightmare, he was gone for a long time, but he really only stayed dead for. Yeah, so he stayed dead from ninety one to two thousand three. Because, yeah, they're counting that. They don't count New Nightmare. In, New Nightmare uh, is not part of the main yeah. uh, plot line as it could be said to exist. Because he, he came back. But, yeah. It's, well, it's, yeah. It's certainly not addressed. Freddy versus Jason does not take place in the same reality right. as yeah. New so Nightmare. So it's like 12 years. Yeah. So, yeah. So he stayed dead for a long time. He did for twelve years. He chilled. Out. I don't know how long Jason was supposed to be gone too, because that's my th for that being my favorite movie of all time. I've only watched the Freddy side. I've tried to go back and watch the Friday the Thirteenth series to get the Jason background to understand like where all this comes oh, from, man. and I, just, I haven't. I haven't done it. Lots of like, things happened. First one, and I was like, oh. this. I can't do this. And I tried with the second one. I'm like, I really. <laughs> what rough. was you did just because of the quality and the 1970sness of it? that and it's just there's just it's just so slow and i'm like oh my god it just drags and drags and i'm like was it Kev was it because of kevin bacon oh kevin bacon arrow through the throat the ah. that was a good yeah. one was he in the first one yes or he was, was in the first one? one i barely remember yeah. because i just you know uh, of I course, maybe we'll tackle that next. Maybe what, we'll I was about that. to say, what if a bunch oh, of people were watching that. it with you and talking shit? And... Well, that's the thing. well, then do we pick that afternoon nightmare? Then do we start Friday the 13th and then we finish with Freddy versus Jason? Because it's that's an idea. Combination of that's you, you, the only person here who is qualified to answer that is the one whose favorite movie is Freddy versus Jason. But does that make sense to everybody else? Because it's gonna me, be a, it's gonna be a long time before we get to watch Freddy versus Jason. Then I know. Well, that's okay. I just watched it. I watched it on the anniversary. Right. You the can other watch it whenever day. you want. Yes, I can watch it whenever. You but if like, you really want to talk Jason about it, about twenty years ago today, and I was like, I, "Well, I gotta watch it tonight." <laughs> I can't believe it. I was like, an I was like an absolute full ass adult watching the movie in a movie theater. I, was a real teenager. <laughs> I don't think I actually ever saw that. I saw the Jason in Space one. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At the Dollar Theater. Because, like, <laughs> my friends and I, because there was a mall nearby, and our parents would drop us off there and would make the security guards babysit us. 
and we would just go one to the mall and go to the Dalek Theater, and that was one. It was like I think a couple. It was I think it was around the same time as Kung Pao. No, Kung Pao was later, but like we basically would wait for all the good movies to go to the Dalek Theater, and we would go to the mall. Well, we but had yeah, that too. We had that. Oh, yeah. um, the town hall, which for I mean, Dave, you might remember when it was a dollar, but all my childhood it was two dollars, and right. we would always joke because like whatever went to the town hall movie theater, it was like a week later it was on VHS. Like we would mm-hmm. see it, just it was before yeah. It was I feel like it was a dollar. I feel like it was two dollars for me. Oh, okay, I don't know because I some people say like way back when it was a dollar, but now it's three dollars, and it's like oh, oh my inflation. god, that's a, oh my god, three dollars for a movie. Three dollars for the <laughs> I remember the Newtown Town Hall. Yep. I feel like it was two dollars when I was like in middle school and high school when I would have. Been okay, yeah, because it was two dollars all through my all my childhood, and then it wasn't until I was an adult that they you know brought up to three, and we were like oh no. But yeah, they would That'd get. They would get some kind of last chance, like after the movies were in theaters, right before yeah. they would be coming to the video. Yep, it would be in the like mainstream theater. Yeah. And then our town hall would get it. On uh, Newtown's like, historic mainstream. Because <laughs> if you miss it at town hall, you could go down to what was it? What did we, we? I finally There's found it. Twenty. The one at Twenty Queen Street. Or, no, uh, Churchill. Churchill Road. It was just called like video. Uh, video movie corner yeah is that what it was yeah yeah, something that's, what it was. yeah that's what i found my Freddy versus jason vhs tape that i was I, uh it was purchased there that's what it said it still had the sticker on it like please return to video movie corner i was like all right and it's so street. funny it was just always the video store i didn't remember the name of it it was just like let's go to the video store that, that one had, had a, that one had a very generic name mm-hmm. that that just makes me think about like when like animes try to establish like american businesses or something like that exactly. it, it sound, that sounds like that how they would they would put it together it was it video video movie corner video yeah. movie corner. very very japanese anime name for a business down the street was the magic machine. Like fried chicken man or whatever it was you mentioned earlier with the KFC yeah, guy. Yeah, he was. was he, he was like chicken biscuit fried boy chicken or something. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yep, I'm looking at it now. Video movie corner. With the address and phone number. Back in the day when you didn't have to dial the uh, area code first, it was just 426. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. You used to be able to dial seven digits. Well, yeah, well, that was before... Um, <laughs> Unless it was like a certain distance away, like in the same town, yeah, you could at right. least do it. But like if you called like two towns over, you had to do the area. Yeah, code. exactly. Oh, but now you have so to wild. do it no matter what. Um, no matter what. There was a, there were three video stores when I was in high school. No, there were four because there was the one at Stop and Shop where I would hide yeah. my copy of Chrono Trigger. And there was <laughs> one on the corner in Sandy Hook also. Maybe only oh, for a little while. There? Yeah, there okay. were so people needed video cassettes in the 90s. Our they town really did. didn't not have a Dunkin' Donuts. It probably had a Subway. It had like one fast food restaurant on a Subway, and it had four video stores. It That's might have insane. had a Dunkin' Donuts when we were like in the late so, 90s. That's insane. Because I, all I remember is cassettes. the video store on Church Hill, and then the one in Stop and Shop, I remember very vaguely because I think that went out when I was like maybe like five or sure. something. Yeah. But. Like that, and that was the best because, like, that's right by where I grew up. So, like, it was like a two-minute drive to the video store. It's like, oh, we're going grocery shopping. Go pick out a movie. I'm like, yes. 
That was so great. We're going grocery shopping, go pick out a movie. And I would have, my copy of Chrono Trigger would be hidden in the back corner so that no one would rent it and save over my file. I miss that so much. That's (laughs) clever. That's really clever. And the little Um, beaded curtain area in the video store where it was like, you can't go back there because those are the adult movies. And they had a beaded curtain because. Oh, no, not in Stop a Shop. In, uh, <laughs> the back corner with the beaded curtain. So, like, if anybody went in there, like, oh, I got to go check and see if these kids are looking at dirty movies. Like, what if we just kind of slowly open the curtain? And they always yeah. caught us. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, there was a place called Mammoth Video near me. Oh, and Mammoth. we Mammoth Video. It had a, a big woolly mammoth as a, as, a, as a design. It was really Good. funny. Uh, they they also had a fun little porn section in the back, uh, to which that when my friend Josh turned eighteen, went to the back, and came out with a movie. He rented it. We didn't see what he grabbed when he walked out. And we get to the car. It's a movie called Power Drill Chicks Seven or something like that. And it's just <laughs> women with power drills and dildos at the end. <laughs> It was um, it was amazing. I like, I didn't want to watch it. They watched it on their own time, but like that, <laughs> I can only assume how fucking ridiculous that shit was. Yeah. yeah. One time, my friend really, went to the dirty video store, and he came back with girls that puke. <laughs> Wait, was that the dirty video store in Monroe that used to be by the pool hall? Yes. Yes. That's funny. <laughs> It wasn't that funny. There was there was nothing was, funny about that movie. It was like the two girls one cup of the nineties. Like, oh my god! It, I, I mean, it, uh, it, that's what it sounds like. It, it was maybe not that rough, but it was it was it was what it said on the box. That's for sure. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> Uh, I still think one of the wildest, one of the, it's still fa- con- considering the internet fairly tame, but I still remember first finding cake farts. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if you all remember that stuff. Uh, I remember a lady sitting her naked ass on a cake and farting. Yeah. Yes, I do remember. I remember. I saw that. Those, those, those are good times. <laughs> that was those around are... 2010 or so, I think. That's a, that's, I oh, that. I think it was a little bit earlier for a little me. Earlier but than like, that? Okay. Yeah. It was, it was like 2010 seven or so eight but yeah that uh, mm. I feel like there's always like a certain like theme uh, of like something bizarre and you're it just goes around and there's so many videos of the same thing and you're like what the hell yeah i believe there were many copycat mm-hmm. cake fart videos oh yeah <laughs> it became a thing yeah i think yeah. there are probably people who are now turned on by naked asses sitting on cakes they probably always <laughs> were mm-hmm. Finally, I have easy access to my favorite. Finally, the internet has delivered unto me naked asses sitting on cakes. I can finally make that all-time best playlist that I've always wanted. Well, that was The Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6. All right, yeah. I mean, the entire series. Thank you both uh, for talking to me about it. And also, of course, thank you to Boav and A.K. Weaves. All right, thank you for listening to Maybe We'll Talk, as always. 
yeah. Uh, thank you so much to uh, Michelle and Thrash Keshu. Uh, I'll provide links to, yeah, Thrash Keshu's Twitch channel. And uh, also thank you to Boisvert and AKA Weebs, AKA Flyosity. And I will also, yeah, I'll also provide a link to rareturkish.com. Uh, this episode includes music by Pete and Josh of Rare Turkish, which is a local band that I hang around with and uh, sell merch for and produce branded soap for. Um, speaking of soap, you can buy some from me on Etsy. Uh, if you would like a link to the Etsy or to my Discord where you can talk to us about these movies and tabletop RPG games, check out koyadk.tv. That's C-U-Y-A-D-K.tv. And yeah, you can get a link to Discord, link to Etsy, uh, check out my Patreon. It's uh, it's the first of the month, so Patreon is going through today, and I'm about to ship soaps to everyone that uh, is part of the Soap Club tier on Patreon, which is 11 bucks, and you get two bars of soap a month, and it's really a steal. It, like, literally. I'm not making money on it, but it's awesome. To... <laughs> I'll cut this part out. Maybe I won't. Who cares? Uh... Boy, memory is weird, right? Really, it is really weird to have the memory, like, all of the memories of half of a lifetime about who knows. Uh, and kind of try to resolve them. I don't know. Some people may... I don't feel like I'm forgetful day to day, but I do feel like there are entire decades that I just have not thought about. And just entire people that I... Now maybe I'm starting to sound like a sociopath. Um... Which I try not to. We've had a few. Maybe we'll do... <laughs> maybe we'll do a talk about memory, sociopathy, consciousness, and identity. Maybe we won't. Although, some of our talks are starting to lean in that direction. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, really, what's coming up is a lot of talk about television. Nothing interesting or deep, like what I was just saying. Uh, which honestly isn't really that interesting and deep. Most people talking about their memories and... Uh, experiences and consciousness mostly is bullshit um so yeah thank you for listening thank you to rare turkish uh josh and pete and thank you to thrash and michelle and uh and weebs coming up we are gonna be talking about kindred the embrace that might be sort of ongoing uh i have started I haven't really gotten into The Dragon Reborn yet, but there will be some discussion of that by Robert Jordan. Uh, we got Chicago by Night coming up, which I have not read yet. And actually, yeah, I, this August was terrible. Um, obviously, getting the podcast out has been slow, but I do have a bunch of stuff to edit and put out now, which is great. Um, but August always blows. This one was wet and terrible and hot. Um, yeah, so also... As a result of that, I'm looking forward to getting back to my 5th edition vampire game this weekend. It's been about three weeks since we've played, so I got a bunch of notes to look through today and get everything together and write some scenes, and uh, yeah, it's a little bit... It'll be good to get back to it. Uh, and every, you know, a couple other people had scheduling things that happened, and we're kind of going to get... figure out where the group is and what we're doing, so I'm excited about that this weekend. And, um, yeah, also, next week we are going to be watching Seamless, which I do, which we will absolutely have an episode about. We're going to do uh, A New Nightmare next week, and also, we're going to watch these things next week. The discussion, the podcasts will be out uh, yeah, when they come out. Um, 
We're also watching Twin Peaks on Wednesday nights on the Discord, and uh, I don't know, yeah, I tend to be really high, but we're recording little 15-20 minute uh, just responses at the end of the evenings, which eventually may be compiled into a podcast or something. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's all the things that, yeah, really, mainly. So basically, when everything collapses, everyone just gets together and watches TV, which I think is great. So I love TV. I love watching TV. I love getting high and watching TV shows. Um, So we're going to be talking about some TV and movies uh, coming up, basically. But yeah, also, you know, Vampire the Masquerade, obviously, Chicago by Night is coming up, and all the other movies and TV shows I mentioned. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you for being here. Uh, KoyaDK.tv. Check out our Discord. Come and talk to us. Uh, buy some soap from me on Etsy. And uh, yeah, check me out on Twitch, too. I think, yeah, I, really, my my schedule suddenly got a big boulder thrown into it. A wrench, I guess they say. <laughs> Not a boulder. Well, I don't know. An object was flung, you know, figuratively into my figurative schedule. And now I kind of... Uh, I'm making some kind of plan for the fall and what I'm going to be doing, and uh, I think the Twitch channel will be live a little more often, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll be playing some of this content overnight on the Twitch channel when I get my shit together, and um, yeah, really, I mean, I feel like, yeah, all the things I'm saying is me not having been here for a couple weeks, and uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, more stuff coming up, koidk.tv. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, hey, where the fuck did Pete and Josh go? Why don't you fuckers play us out, goddammit? Goddammit.